Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl for the 10th time in his career. Uh, unbelievable, man. I mean, Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I mean, for him to be able to do the things that he is doing at the age of 43 is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely special. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, there's so many. It's just amazing what Tom Brady has done at this point in his career and has done throughout the course of his career. Unbelievable. Tom Brady, 43 years old, and it's in the Super Bowl again. But let's, let's look at this game. Let's break this down. Green Bay Packers, right? Aaron Rodgers, you have it. Fourth down, you have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, 48 touchdowns this season. Aaron Rodgers, only five interceptions. Aaron Rodgers, easily the MVP of this season, and you kick a field goal in that situation. You look at it. You basically have four timeouts. You had your three timeouts and a two-minute warning if you get stopped. So, you have everything you need. And for them, LaFleur, I get it. You kick the field goal. You trust your defense. And hopefully you get the football back. But this is Tom Brady on the other side of the field. I know it's a 43-year-old Tom Brady. I know it's a Tom Brady who threw, who threw three interceptions. I get that. But at the end of the day, you have Aaron Rodgers. And you have the game in your hands and opportunity to score a touchdown there. Obviously, you got to go for two in order to tie the football game. But you have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So that's a difficult situation. And Matt LaFleur is going to have to figure out and, and talk about this after this game because it's unacceptable. It, it, it's unacceptable when you have that moment, that chance, that opportunity. And, and here's the thing. Your best player has the ball in his hands. The best player is Aaron Rodgers. And he has the ball in his hand with an opportunity to make something happen. It's the best of all worlds. It's the perfect situation. You want him in that situation, Aaron Rodgers in that situation, with the ball in hand. And so you look at it. Let's go, Bucks. Yes, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are in the Super Bowl. Congratulations to them. They deserve. But my goodness, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur. You got some explaining to do, sir. Your, your logic is logical, but at the same time, that is the best player in the game. The best, the guy you could argue has had the best year as a quarterback in this game. The MVP of this league, pretty much. And you don't, oh my gosh, and you decide to kick the field goal in that situation? You decide to kick the field goal with an opportunity to tie the game, right? You didn't get the ball back. You did not get the ball back. And uh, it's, that's just inexcusable. 
It's just inexcusable in that particular situation. So if you stop them, you have the Buccaneers backed up. You have four timeouts in that situation, including the two-minute warning. So you had three of your own, and you had the two-minute warning, and you had the Buccaneers backed up. So all you had to do in that particular situation, if you got stopped, is hopefully your defense steps up, rises up, gets the ball back, and you probably, if they don't get a first down, you probably get good field position. And that it's just inexcusable. But look, look, here's the thing when you talk about this game. This game really wasn't about Brady. It was about what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense did in this particular game. You look at this Buccaneers team over the past two weeks. They got after Drew Brees, picked him off three times. They got after uh, Aaron Rodgers, sacked him five times. They got after him. And they got after him, if you remember the week six matchup, they got after Aaron Rodgers in that particular contest. They sacked Aaron Rodgers five games there, five times, excuse me, there. So they, this is a defense that has stepped up. And here's also the thing. Tom Brady threw those three interceptions, right? But the Buccaneers stopped them defensively. The Packers only scored six points off of those three turnovers. Conversely, if you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got those two turnovers and they got 14 points. So they made those turnovers count. And man, that end of the half where you throw that pass to, to Scotty Miller. I mean, what kind of defense is that? Six seconds. No one should be behind you. Oh man, that that that's just that, that's just something. That's just it's it's craziness. And, and you could argue maybe the Packers did choke. You can make that argument. Maybe the Packers choked in this instance. I don't know, but I I, I do know this. I do know this. You had the ball fourth down in goal deep in the Buccaneers territory with an opportunity to get a touchdown and then with the opportunity to possibly tie the game with a two-point conversion. You had that opportunity, and you let it slip through your hands. You decided, I wanted to kick the field goal, and I'm going to trust my defense. You don't do that. Not when your best player has the ball in his hand. Your best player is Aaron Rodgers. Your best player has the ball in his hand. You can't ask for anything more, anything better than that. It doesn't get any better than that if you're the Green Bay Packers. And you kick the field goal. You kick the field goal. And we, and we can talk about the pass interference. I mean, throughout the course of this game, they, they let these guys play. They let them play. And, and you know, you saw a lot of hand fighting. Uh, with these DBs and these wide receivers, they let them play. And, and this was a game that, you know, there wasn't a lot, of, there wasn't many penalties called. So they let these two teams play. And you could argue in the biggest moment, the biggest op, the biggest time of the game, they throw a flag, which ultimately was the pass interference call. Now, it was P.I. It definitely was P.I. And it definitely was the right call. And it, it, it's not a call you can argue. And, and, you know, when it comes to officiating, the biggest thing is advantage, disadvantage. Did you gain an advantage? by committing that foul, that penalty. And at the end of the day, the Packers did gain advantage, gained an advantage by committing a penalty, by committing a foul in that particular situation. So, look, was Tom Brady sharp? No, he wasn't sharp at all. Was, was, was Tom Brady good in this game? He was okay. He got the job done. But you look at Tom Brady, uh, I mean, throughout the course of his career, look, look at 2018, right? 
Look at the 28 version of Tom Brady when he won the Super Bowl, his last Super Bowl against the Rams in that particular game. That game wasn't about Tom Brady. That game was about the Patriots defense who held the Rams for three points and ultimately the Patriots would win 13 to three. So that game wasn't about Tom Brady and what he did. It was more about what the uh, the Patriots did defensively in that particular contest and what they brought to the table. And again, these last two weeks, Tom Brady's been okay. 18 for 33, 188 yards against Saints, two touchdowns, ran for another one against the Saints in that particular game. Wasn't that great. He wasn't that great. But here's what was great. The four turnovers that the Buccaneers defense caused, and those four turnovers led to 21 points. So they got the turnovers, and they cashed in on the turnovers. Also, before we continue on, I want to give a shout-out to Genesis. She is the best out there. Shout out to Genesis. You are one of the best. So you, you look at it now. Those three turnovers turn the points. The two turnovers this week turn the points. So when you have an opportunity, turnovers are the, it, it's, it's the thing that changes the game. But at the end of the day, when you get the turnovers, you got to cash them in. The Buccaneers cashed them in. The Packers didn't cash them in. They cashed them in, what, six points. So you got to cash those turnovers in when you get them. It is the thing that changes the game. It is the thing that, that okay, obviously these two teams are fairly equal teams. But the turnovers is the thing that changes things, right? And the turnover, the fumble, you know, that was scooped up by Devin White and ultimately they Buccaneers cash it in, play action, Brady to Cameron Brake. Touchdown there. You cash that in. The interception between uh, before uh, halftime by Murphy Bunny, right? You cash that in. The long pass to Scotty Reynolds. Inexcusable. How does that happen? That can't happen. That can't happen. It's inexcusable. So, yes, it, it, it's just, just an inexcusable situation. You can't lose this game if you're the Green Bay Packers. And you can also, I mean, you know, the the, the – you know, the chart says you go for two in that particular instant. Yes, the chart says you go for two in that particular instant when they went for two after they scored that, their last touchdown. I, I get it. You go for two in that situation. But it, it turned out to bite them in the butt a little bit because ultimately they were stopped on that two-point conversion. And ultimately that field goal by the Buccaneers made it an eight-point game. Now, you wonder what the thought process would have been there if it was just a seven-point game instead of an eight-point game. Would the, pro- would the thought process have been different from, from Matt LaFleur in that situation? Would LaFleur say, okay, we're, we are going to go for it instead of kicking the field goal? Because the field goal, I mean, it really does you nothing. I mean, it, it cuts the lead to five, but you still need a touchdown at the end of the day. You still got to get a touchdown in order to win the game, right? So, you know, the field goal, well, it, it does something, but it really does nothing, Right. It cuts the lead to five, sure, and the next time if you get the ball back, you score again, you basically win the game. But you got to get the ball back. <laughs> and it's not like you got a, a scrub on the other side of the field. It's not like this is the Ravens, 2000 Ravens, and Trent Dilfer is on the other side of the field, right? No, this is Tom Brady on the other side of the field, and I don't care if Tom Brady throws 10 interceptions. It's Tom Brady. I don't care if he throws 30 interceptions in the game. It's Tom Brady. So Tom Brady is going to find a way to figure something out and make things happen. 
Tom Brady makes things happen it's, and made things happen in that final drop. He made things happen. And ultimately, you didn't get the football back because of Tom Brady. So, again, it, it wasn't like LaFleur. I mean, and it wasn't like your defense. I know you got the turnovers. But it, it's not like the defense was playing great. It, it wasn't like the Packers defense was playing great. You talk about the Pete Carroll moment. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was a Pete Carroll moment. We know that Pete Carroll moment also. Well, I mean, why would you throw the ball in that situation when you got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield? Inexcusable crazy just doesn't make sense. Yes, you know, respect the GOAT. Yeah, respect the GOAT is right. Respect the GOAT. Bye, bye. Respect the GOAT, Tom Brady. And look, him getting to this Super Bowl, at the age of 43, we got to start saying maybe this is the greatest athlete of all time. This could be the greatest athlete of all time, right? Could be the greatest athlete of all time. LaFleur threw the game and the refs sealed the deal. I mean, you I mean, you have a point to some degree. I mean, I don't want to, I'm not gonna say I'm blaming the refs, but here's what I will say, right? But I said it earlier. They let these guys play all game long. They, they let these guys, you know, hand fight and do all those different time, all those different type of things, get physical with each other. They let all that happen all game long. And then at the end there, you decide, you know what? Now nah, that's a pass interference call. And, and it was the right call. It was the pass interference call. The pass interference call was the correct call. I, I don't think you can argue with that call. You can say, and it was late. It was awfully late. I mean, man, it was, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally, they threw the flag. I mean, it, it was the right call. But man, man, oh man, if you're the Green Bay Packers and you're that fan base and you're thinking about what transpired there on that final drive, you got to be saying to yourself, man, 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 what is Matt LaFleur thinking? When I have Aaron Rodgers on my side, well, on the field, I have Aaron Rodgers. Not Trent Dilfer. Not Trent Dilfer. Not, I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers here. And you, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. And, yes, you want the officials to be consistent. You want officials to be consistent. And, and they were consistent for darn near 58 minutes of that game, right? And then that last call, albeit the correct call, they made the pass in front. It was the correct call. It was the right call. But you could argue, man, man, oh, man, why, how can you make it in that particular spot? But it was the right call. At the end of the day, it was the right call. And at the end of the day, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going off to the Super Bowl. They're going to be the first team in NFL history to play at their host stadium. So they're going to be at Raymond James Stadium, right? And, and wow, I mean, that, that that's exciting. That is exciting. You host the Super Bowl. At this point, you're going to get 22,000 up in there, you know, obviously because of the COVID restrictions and everything. But 22K in the building in that game at that particular time, that's cool. That's cool. But uh, you, you obviously wish there weren't no COVID restrictions, but we can't do anything about that. And at some point, sometime, maybe next year, sometime in 2020, we can get past all these COVID restrictions and have fans in the building. But it was good 
to have fans in the building. Albeit it was only, what, 8,000 in there. It was cool to have fans in the building, right? There was a fan presence in the building. And that is cool to have. That's exciting to have. Also, as, you, as you're watching, as you're listening, as you're coming around, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to this channel. So, again, it's exciting to see fans in the building. Anytime you get fans in the building, it's an exciting thing. And, and whether it's 8,000, 4,000, 3,000, fans, fans, and you heard it and was a presence in the building. And that was cool. That was cool to have. But you look at this Packer team, and, and they're going to be kicking themselves. They're going to be kicking themselves for a long time. Because, again, this – and Matt LaFleur is going to have to answer a lot of questions for a long time. You know, he's going to have to answer questions. And, and we've got to also look at Aaron Rodgers, right, at this point. Um, one in four. As, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he's one in four in NFC title games. One in four. You know who else is one in four in NFC title games? Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb is one in four in NFC title games. Aaron Rodgers is one in four, just like Donovan McNabb is one in four in NFC title games. We've got to start talking about Aaron Rodgers now. We've got to have a conversation about Aaron Rodgers. Because, you know, this guy has gotten the Packers to this moment and hasn't got it done except for one time. One time. Just like McNabb, who got it done. One time. So we've we got to start having this conversation when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, yes, he's a great quarterback. Yes, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yes, he's big time, and yes, he's the MVP of this season. But, 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 this guy in, in the playoffs, the NFC Championship play, NFC Championship game play, questionable. Questionable. I mean, it, 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 it's questionable. You, you, it's questionable when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Because, again, you are considered one of the greatest of all time. but. You, one of the greatest of all time, has to come up big in big-time moments, right? He has to come up big in big-time moments. You can argue that he didn't come up big in big-time moments. I'm credit to that Tampa Bay defense. Credit to that defense, but at the same time, also give a lot of credit to who? Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. And, and yes, one of the biggest difference is McNabb did not win the Super Bowl. You're absolutely correct. He did not win the Super Bowl. Got there once, just like Aaron Rodgers got there once. And McNabb, unfortunately, wasn't able to get it done. I'm an Eagles fan, so I, I, I remember that game. That game was painful. That was a very winnable game against the Patriots in that particular season. But, yeah, at the end of the day, McNabb has not won a Super Bowl. And, and yes, I, I'm, not I'm not comparing Aaron Rodgers to Donovan McNabb, but at the same time, when it comes to what happens in the NFC Championship game, I got to make the comparison because it's a logical comparison. Now, we all know that Aaron Rodgers is better than Donovan McNabb. We all know Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. McNabb is a borderline Hall of Famer. Donovan, uh, Aaron Rodgers is a definitive, definite Hall of Famer. He will be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. So, yeah, from that standpoint, we all know who the better quarterback is, of course, it's Aaron Rodgers. Of course Aaron Rodgers is better than Donovan McNabb. But when we when we talk about when we talk about you know when we talk about the situation in terms of NFC title games, yes, Aaron Rodgers and Donovan McNabb are the same same. One and four. They're both 
Listen, so yes, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers, I'm not saying Donovan McNabb is better than Aaron Rodgers, but they are the same. They are the same, same, same in terms of NFC title play. In terms of that, other than that, no, they're not the same. We all know that Aaron Rodgers is special. Donovan McNabb ain't, ain't far from that either, but we know Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. He is. So, you know, and obviously they go on to the Super Bowl, meaning the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What could have Rodgers done differently? You know, obviously, yes, that touchdown before halftime, unacceptable. Unacceptable. How do you let him get behind you in that situation? How do you let him get behind you in that situation? You cannot let that happen. You can't. You, you can't let that happen. You cannot let that happen. Which was it, six seconds left at the time? What was that, six seconds left? Kenny King, I mean, you can't let him get behind you. And for that to happen, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable for that to happen. But at the same time, at the same time, you are Aaron Rodgers. You are the MVP of this season. You are special. You are one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever, ever done it. You got to get it done. Now, you can argue that's not all his fault. Matt LaFleur said kick the field goal. Matt LaFleur said let's count on our defense to get the football back. That's what Matt LaFleur said. But, you know, obviously – it was not the correct call, and obviously it cost – I'm not going to say it cost in the game, but you got to go in that particular situation. you got to put the ball it, – it's just like in basketball, right? When you have an opportunity to score a touchdown – I mean, excuse me, make a basket, last game, last, last second in the game, right? You want the ball in the best player's hand, whether that's LeBron James if you're the Lakers – whether it's James Harden, Kevin Durant, or Kyrie Irving, if you're in the Brooklyn Nets, you know, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, if you're in the Utah Jazz, whether it's Joel Embiid, if you're in the Philadelphia 76ers, we can go on and on. But at the end of the day, you want the ball in the hands of your best player, and you want them to create something and make something happen. Aaron Rodgers is the best player for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers had the best season in this league as a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And you had the ball in his hand with an opportunity to tie the game. An opportunity to tie the game. And you take the ball out of his hand and you decide to kick the field goal and ultimately you decide you know what, I'm going to count on my defense and I'm going to take the ball out of the hands of my best player. You don't do that. You don't do that. Frank Vogel, if he's going to create a play, is either going to put the ball in the hands of LeBron James or Anthony Davis and allow them to create. And maybe they create something for themselves or maybe they create something for somebody else. Brad Stevens is going to put the ball in Jason Tatum's hand. Maybe Jason Tatum decides to, uh, you know, create something for himself or create something for somebody else. You get the point. The bottom line is this. He had 
an opportunity. You had an opportunity with your guy, with the best player in football, maybe the best player in football. You know, we could talk about Patrick Mahomes and all these other guys who are out there. But at the end of the day, we're talking about in terms of the 2020 NFL season, the best player this season in 2020 was Aaron Rodgers. And he had the ball in his hand with an opportunity to win the football game. And he did not. Let me repeat. He did not get it done. Well, it wasn't his fault because he ultimately you had the, they decided to kick field goal. But credit, hey, he did have three downs to get into the end zone. He couldn't do it. He had those three downs to get into the end zone. He didn't do it. But at the same time, give Aaron Rodgers a fourth chance. You had an opportunity to give him a fourth chance, and you didn't do it. So, again, make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Make sure you like this video. Share it if you want. So and, and support this channel. So again, Tom Brady is going to the Super Bowl. Wow. And here's the thing: when we look at Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers brought Tom Brady into Tampa Bay for this reason. You don't bring Tom Brady, a 43-year-old Tom Brady, into your to your franchise without thinking that today, this year, this is the moment you're going to win. They, again, Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians, and all those guys, they have weapons galore. Even before Tom Brady came in last year, Jameis Winston, he put up big numbers in his offense. He also made some big mistakes. Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards in this offense. Jameis Winston threw for 33 touchdowns in this offense. Jameis Winston also threw 30 interceptions. So, you know, he giveth and he taketh away for the most part, when it came to Jameis Winston. But, 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 again, when you bring a Tom Brady to this situation, Tom Brady previously last year with the New England Patriots didn't had a good year, had a, a solid season, a good year, but he didn't have a lot of weapons in New England. So when he came to Tampa Bay, he had weapons. This was probably Brady's greatest collection of weapons ever, I believe. I mean, you had Gronk. You had Mike Evans, who had a thousand yards each every year he played in this game. You know, you had uh, uh, Chris Godwin. You added Antonio Brown. You had Leonard Fournette. You have Ronald Jones. I mean, you had OJ Howard coming into this year. You had Cameron Brait. So you had weapons galore. Tom Brady had weapons all around him. Scotty Miller stepped up this year. Tyler Johnson was decent as a rookie. So you had weapons galore. So this was the perfect situation defensively. You had guys on that defense, Shaq Barrett, uh, JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, I mean, Devin White, I mean, you know, Carlton Davis. So they had, you know, Dominican Sue. So defensively, they had talent. Offensively, you had talent everywhere, all around you, weapons galore. So this was the perfect situation for Tom Brady to come into and for Tom Brady to ultimately get his team to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is a beast. Tom Brady threw 40 touchdowns at the age of 43. Man, Tom Brady went to Washington. Tom Brady went to New Orleans. And Tom Brady went to Green Bay and got it done. Got it done. So, again, we got to start talking about whether Tom Brady is not only the greatest of all time in football, we could be talking about maybe the greatest athlete ever, 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 forever, ever.
the greatest athlete ever. You don't do what he's doing at the age of 43 playing this game. You don't do it. We get it. You don't do it at this age. Yes, Jameis Winston is the pass. He is the pass. You are right. You're absolutely right. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, Tom Brady came into this offense and turned this offense ultimately. And, and Bruce Arians did a great job, obviously. Um, Tom Brady did a great job, obviously. Todd Bowles has done a great job with this defense. That's the reason this Buccaneer team is in the Super Bowl. That defense. Yes, Tom Brady had a lot to do with it, but that defense and their ability to create turnovers. They created six turnovers in the last two weeks. And you say, yeah, six turnovers, but look who they they created six turnovers. They got a pick against Aaron Rodgers. They got three picks against uh, Drew Brees. You're talking about guys. Aaron Rodgers only threw five interceptions this year. Aaron Rodgers has thrown only five interceptions this year. That's it. Five. And you found a way to get an interception against Aaron Rodgers. And then you look at Drew Brees, who you beat up and beat down last week. And I know Drew Brees, you know, was playing with some injuries. I know his ribs, you know, his ribs just got a little healthy. I, I know his shoulder was there's some issues with his shoulder and whatnot. But still, that is Drew Brees. Again, another great quarterback. Another guy who's one of the best quarterbacks to have ever done it. And you put up and you forced Drew Brees to throw three interceptions. You made three. Uh, and Drew Brees only. So think about it this way. Drew Brees, Drew Brees threw only six interceptions this year in the regular season. Aaron Rodgers has thrown five. So in the last two weeks, your defense has picked off guys who have combined for 11 interceptions this year four times. Four times. And you're talking about guys who who protect the football, who don't throw interceptions. And you picked them off four times. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's incredible. And, and that's kudos to that Buccaneers defense and Todd Bowles. He brought this he, – he had this defense playing some big-time football. And they played big-time football today. And ultimately, guess what? Their defense – is the reason, the reason, Brady too, but mainly this defense is the reason that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. And it's one of the reasons that Tom Brady is going to his 10th Super Bowl. Who needs Bill Belichick? Who needs Bill Belichick? And, you know, we talked, that was the biggest debate, you know, Brady or Belichick. Who's the reason for the biggest reason for this, the success of the New England Patriots? And I, I'm not going to discredit any of those two guys. Those Brady, you know, obviously is a great quarterback, and Belichick is a great coach. So these both of these guys, you know, arguably greatest at what they've done throughout the course of their career. But at, you know, obviously New England needed a quarterback this year. Cam Newton wasn't the guy. Jarrett Stidham wasn't the guy. They needed a quarterback this year, and they didn't have it. And, and let's just go back. You know, Matt Lafleur. I mean. You know, it's 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 tough. I mean, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it, and it doesn't make sense. I I, I, I said not to belabor the point, but as I said before, when you have an opportunity to give the ball in the hands of your best player, you let your best player create. You let your best player do what your best player 
likes to do and wants to do and can do at an elite level. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think Matt LaFleur was paid off, but man, 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 oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. A field goal does you no good in that situation. It's because you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. You're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. So instead of you having control of your destiny, if you will, you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. The ball was in the hands of your best player, Phil Jackson. He was going to put the ball in Jordan's hands and let Jordan create for whoever he wants to create for. But the ball was going to be in Jordan's hand because he's the best player. And that didn't happen. So we're about to get out of here again. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Make sure you like this video, support this channel. Um, you know, we talk a lot of sports. We have a little bit of fun doing it. And again, Aaron Rodgers is one in, one in four in championship games. Guess who else? Guess who else? Guess what other quarterback out there is one in four in championship games? Donovan McNabb. Right? So now we got to start talking about Aaron Rodgers and Donovan McNabb in the same sentence because both of these guys are one and four in NFC Championship play. Got to talk about it. Aaron Rodgers, you're a great quarterback. Maybe, maybe you're just a great regular season quarterback. Maybe. Nah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that at all. But at the end of the day, you had an opportunity, a chance, a moment. To get your team to the Super Bowl, you know, you had home field advantage. It came through your building, which is Lambeau Field, and you had an opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. You had an opportunity to get the job done. You didn't get the job done, and ultimately your inability to get the job done. I'm not saying it's all on Aaron Rodgers, but man, man, oh, man. He didn't – we can all say Matt LaFleur shouldn't have kicked the field goal. You know, we all should have said Matt LaFleur should have went for it. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers did have three other chances before that fourth down to to get the team in the end zone, and he didn't do it. So, again, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, support the channel. We're up out of here, but we're going to be back at some point in some time talking sports, having fun doing it. Again, like, subscribe, and support the channel. Take care of yourself. Go watch the Bills and the Chiefs, and let's see what happens. Let's see who the Buccaneers will be facing in the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers, Tom Brady, 10th Super Bowl. Tom Brady is going to his 10th Super Bowl. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Absolutely amazing. Unbelievable for a guy his age to put up the numbers that that he's putting up, to do the things that he's doing. And ultimately, Tom Brady is special. He is the GOAT and maybe the GOAT of sports. He might just be in all sports, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, you name the sport, tiddlywinks, cricket, you name the sport, Tom Brady might be the GOAT of all sports. Any other sports out there, handball, volleyball, Tom Brady, boxing, Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady is the GOAT, maybe, of all sports. Now, here's what I will say. He's going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be difficult for him to win that Super Bowl. Whether it's the Bills, whether it's the Kansas City Chiefs, it's going to be difficult for Tom Brady to win the Super Bowl. Buffalo's up nine nothing. Buffalo is up nine nothing at this point against Kansas City, and I, you know, I, I said, you know, coming into this game that Buffalo just scored a touchdown, they're going to be up ten nothing. I said coming into that game, if 
Patrick Mahomes, I, I wasn't concerned about his head. I was concerned about his toe. And if that toe wasn't right, Buffalo was going to win that game. And, you know, I, I haven't watched the game yet, and I'm about to get off now to watch it. But, man, man, oh, man, 10 nothing, And, you know, it, it's Buffalo. Give Buffalo our credit. Buffalo's played some good football. They arguably have played or playing the best football in the NFL at this point in time. You know, arguably, 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 arguably. You know, so, man, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He's a GOAT. Yeah, he's a GOAT for a reason. He's the GOAT for a reason. I mean, again, yes, his total skill level is crazy. You know, we could talk about no scandal allegations. You could talk about, you know, the flake gate. We could we could talk about the flake gate, maybe. We 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 could talk about that possibly. Um, you know, we could talk about that, you know, uh, spy gate, you know, we could talk about that maybe as well. But again, at the end of the day, six Super Bowls about possibly an opportunity to get number seven. But again, no matter who he plays, whether it's the Bills or Chiefs, number seven. Won't be easy. Again, I'm about to get out of here. So, again, subscribe, like, and support this channel. See you later. I'm out of here. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Go in peace. God bless. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.